Well, hey guys, welcome back to the Shift Podcast for Curriculum. Um, it is a joy to be back. We haven't been on here in a couple of weeks, um, but I'm here. This is Lexis with Jeff. What's up? And it's his first time on the Curriculum Podcast. Kind of crazy. Um, so we are going to be talking a little bit this week about this week's curriculum. But before we hop into that, I just wanted to recap um, kind of what we covered last week. And so we went through John 18, 28 through 19, 30, which is just so weird, but it also just holds so much. Um, and so Mike talked to us about the crucifixion and we talked a lot about Barnabas and how we are so much like Barnabas, which was just such a cool conversation. And so I'm hoping that that went well in your groups. Um, but this week we're talking about John 20. And so I would love for Jeff to even just give us some background, like, where are we? Like, what the heck is going on? What do we need to know before going into this week? Yeah. So all of John 20 is kind of like, it's like post-resurrection. Um, it mainly highlights like who like Jesus kind of interacts with afterwards, like mm-hmm. in this like super divine way. Like he appears to multiple people um, pretty much right after he like rises from the dead. So yeah, that's pretty much all of Gen 20. Dang. I mean, it's like a whole chapter, but that really is the basis of it. Like he's just talking with people basically. Yeah. Is John 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. As we go through the scripture this week, like what does that even like look like? What's like the summary of what's happening this week? Uh, in the curriculum? Yeah. Yeah. So I mainly focus on like the interactions that Jesus has with each person. So the first is like Mary Magdalene. So she, even at first, she's kind of like confused. She's like, it says just like she weeps over the fact that like Jesus died. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, at first, like, I guess like in that, moment of like weeping and a like strong emotion. She doesn't even like recognize Jesus talking to her at first. And like, it takes a minute for her to realize like who he is. Yeah, um, there's and like that saying does, like, I was blinded by grief. Like yeah, that's even her yeah. in that moment. That has to like be exactly what's going on. Cause yeah. I mean, like at the, like you see the moment, like in the passage, it's just like, Oh, like this is Jesus. Like, and yeah. it's, like she gets like super fired up, super excited um, to see him and be like, Oh my goodness. Like, I'm so glad to see you. I was so sad that like you died, but mm-hmm. here he is risen again. Um, and then it also, he shows up to the disciples um, and later on Thomas um, and basically kind of the same thing happens. Like they're really shocked because like they're like locked in a room and then they're like, just all of a sudden Jesus just like shows up, yeah. um, which I feel like happens a lot nowadays, which is kind of <laughs> cool. But, um, but well, yeah. Even like us looking back, we're like, obviously Jesus told you before he ever was crucified that he was going to come back. Like, why are you surprised? Cause like we have that like foresight now, like, yeah. you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. but like really the disciples thought it was over. Yeah. And that's so cool that they get to like, we get to see like the, the raw emotion yeah. of that in John 20. Yeah. It's so real. Cause like, they're just locked up in a room. They're like fearful of the, of the religious leaders. And then out of nowhere, Jesus like kind of just appears. Like he, yeah. like, I guess like divine intervention just, like shows up in that room that they're in all like fearful. And they're like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Jesus. And they're like, is it magic? Like what's going on? <laughs> they're like, uh, who's this guy? Um, You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, cool. Well, as you were even like prepping for this week of curriculum, like as you were reading through stuff, like what was the thing that you were like, man, that gets me fired up about this passage. Mm, doubt. That, <laughs> that, that was huge, uh, in writing this. Cause the last person that Jesus shows up to is like Thomas, who mm-hmm. I think we kind of highlight like in church a lot. Like Thomas like doubted that Jesus like even resurrected. Like in the first like interaction that we were talking about earlier with the disciples, like he Thomas isn't there. Like 
it literally specifically says Thomas was not there. Mm-hmm. And when the disciples told him, he's just like, you're lying. Like whatever. Like I just think of like a shift group where one dude says like this crazy fact. And then like, everyone's just like, dude, whatever. Yeah. yeah. As if, um, but yeah, like Thomas eventually when Jesus does like show up again in the same manner, like in the same like locked room and like all the disciples are actually there. Um, like Thomas is like asking or maybe so before like mm-hmm. Thomas is telling the disciples, like, I want to see like the like nail holes, like in his hands yeah. and the like, like that's when I'll believe yes, that's what will make me believe. Yeah. And then, I mean, like Jesus pretty much just like, I mean, drops the like mic and says like, I'll show you like, yeah. look, like do look, it. look at my hands. Like, yeah. yeah. So I just love that because I feel like we're Thomas sometimes. Like I, I feel like even like I've been Christian since high school and like, I still have those moments of where I am like Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thomas gets such a bad reputation for being like doubting Thomas, Mm -hmm. you know, like everyone's like, Oh yeah, doubting Thomas. But like, that is such a natural thing for us to even feel. So I think it's just really beautiful to see the compassion of Jesus Mm -hmm. that he was like, Oh, like, this is what you need to believe. Well, I would love to give that to you. Mm -hmm. Like, please touch my hands, see where the scars are. Like, I want you to believe so deeply that I'm going to like show up for you in this way. Yeah. And so like what an encouragement to us to even be like, okay, so I have these doubts. Like I'm just going to bring them to yeah. Jesus and see what he says about it. Yeah. And I totally agree. Cause in the church like environment that I grew up in, it was like mostly like Baptist kind of like almost, it wasn't super harsh, but like scare you into hell kind of deal. Like mm. if you don't believe this, like you're going to go to hell. And like yeah. that like shaped how I like viewed God and like viewed a lot of, like the new Testament. It's just like, Oh, if I don't do this, I'm going to have, have like stress anxiety for like not doing this. Yeah. Um, so then it's like really scary to even question Yeah. because you're like, well, if I question this, then that means that maybe I don't believe it. And then that means I'm going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. I even know like one of my friends um, from high school, he's not a Christian anymore. And he was just like, I just constantly had this like stress and anxiety that mm-hmm. like, I wasn't like doing things right. Or like I wasn't perfect enough or, yeah. And just like, I've like tried again and again, and even so, like, he's, he's just like, I, I just can't believe in that anymore because of yeah. the perfection aspects. And it, I mean, it hurts, but it is what it is. I mean, we, that's what happens. I mean. Dang. Yeah. I mean, that even reminds me of um, when Tater came a couple of weeks ago and talked about the father as Abba and how like, we have to have a right view of who God is for us to even be able to like live our lives in a, in a way that's like fulfilling. And so like the fact that he didn't even know what the full picture of who God was, like he was Mm -hmm. seeing God in a way that like, it was like rules and religion and that that made it to where like he couldn't live a life that was like conducive to like being happy and joyful. Like he was like, so stuck in those rules. So that is really interesting. Yeah. I mean, we see that in Mary, like Mary, once she finally like heard Jesus say her name specifically, that's when she knew like Mm. it was the voice of Jesus saying her calling out to her specifically that like, that was when she realized that it was Jesus. Yeah. And like, what does it look like for us to even pursue a relationship with Jesus where he knows us so intimately Mm -hmm. that like, even just him calling our name changes everything. Yeah. That is really, really sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, well, as you were like reading through and like reading commentaries, as you were like, prepping for this week. Is there anything else that you're like, we have to talk about this this week in our groups? Um, I mean, I, I just really think like we should pose that question because I mean, in my time at Asbury, like I was constantly being like spoon fed this, like, 
I mean, just, I had chapel three times a week, just yeah. take, take that how you would. And then, I mean, I was going to South and students on Wednesday nights and then Southland on Sunday. So there's like all this like intake. And that kind of like led me to have like an apathetic view of like Christianity, God, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I think we should pose this question in our like shift groups and like, you know, kind of ask that, like, do you have doubts? Like what, what do you doubt? Like what's, what's a hard question that you're dealing with mm-hmm. um, right now, even like whatever walk of faith. Cause I think, I don't know, we just kind of like push that to the side. It's just like, we feel like we have to have this blind faith mm-hmm. and like, not like ask God, like, Hey, like meet me in my doubt. Like, yeah, I I'm confused. I'm lost. Like he's a loving God and he wants to hear from us. Like that was super hard for me to like realize. And I've just going into what you said about Tater. I mm-hmm. mean, we got to like look to God for that. Yeah. I even think that like me as a leader, it's hard sometimes for me to be like, let's open up the group to our doubts because I'm like insecure about the fact that I won't know the answer. But like, that is literally the reason why we should ask these questions because we probably don't know the answers and we shouldn't be scared of that. Like, let's press into it because we want the Lord to answer our questions, not us to like go to all these different people and places to find the answers. Like, the Lord is going to be faithful to show up. Like he literally is faithful to show up for Thomas. Like why wouldn't he be faithful to show up for us? Yeah. And he would show up and I mean, he can show up in many ways. Like he can even can like show up in Christian community. Yeah. Like we, I mean, Proverbs is constantly talking about like seeking wise counsel. Like that's mm-hmm. what I've been in recently and like seek wise counsel, talk to a staff member or someone or just like any like mentor or something to yeah. kind of like pose that. And then that can like, push you in a certain direction or like towards scripture where, I mean, like God speaks to us constantly and like applies to our life today. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, as we walk away from this week, like just practically applying this scripture to our life, what would that look like for our groups to practically apply this? Probably just looking at the interactions that Jesus had with the disciples, Thomas and Mary, and Mm -hmm. just like believing in the insurance of like what's ahead, like eternal life, um, what Jesus has for us. Um, the way of Jesus, like all that. Yeah. yeah. I know you also mentioned um, in the curriculum, Psalm 73 being a great scripture for doubt. And so like, even if you're just like doubting, like going and reading and spending time with yeah. Psalm 73, like that would be helpful. Um, because once we're in scripture, like it really does teach us what the Lord's voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. And so let's press into that, you know? Absolutely. Psalm tw- uh, 73 is a great place to start. Yeah. Uh, well, any other last minute things that you just are dying to tell us? Got it. Okay. Well, guys, it's been great. Um, We literally have one more week of curriculum left, which is just (laughs) so crazy. I can't even understand that right now. Um, But it's been such a great fall semester, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. So I'll be here with a brand new guest. You'll get to hear who it is next week. It's a little surprise. Um, But, yeah, it's been great. We love you all so much. We'll see you soon. See you.